Welcome to episode three of Hardcore on Tour, Stories from the Van. I am your host, as per the last two episodes, Brian from Rig Time, and the premise, as usual, I'm getting a phone call. What the hell? <laughs> but the premise, as usual, is I travel the country and talk to whoever I can while I'm on tour, and today I am outside of one of my favorite restaurants in Indiana round the clock which is really really good and I was lucky enough to discover through my friend CJ from the Cambian who is with me right now hello CJ hello Brian so I could ask you a thousand questions because you do a lot you do a lot more than a lot of my friends were not just out playing shows but all the shows that you work and go to and everything like that and I know that you guys just got done with your tour with Oceano, yes. Angel Maker, and Prison. I already feel like I'm going to guess the answer, but let's just start simple. How was it? It was great. <laughs> tour was great. Shows were insane. Um, we got screwed over a little bit. We didn't have merch for the first week. So we, Shit. yeah, we had like 20 leftover shirts from previous shows for the first week. So did you sell them all right away or? No, we couldn't sell them because we had like very limited. Oh, weird so it was like like maybe yeah. one or two shirts per show. Like it was like, yeah, we had two shirts hanging up. One was small only, <laughs> and one was like other select sizes. So yeah, try and convince someone to be like, oh, just buy a small, and make it a bag. <laughs> yeah, bench. right. Yeah, um, but the shows were awesome. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Everyone on the tour was great. Was Those, there was there any cities that you were really surprised about? Um, Nashville was insane, sold out. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah, that was at the, the end, right? Yes. Is that place cool? That place, yeah, it's very, very small, like irresponsibly small, <laughs> and, but it was packed and it was so fun. Nice. Uh, people went nuts. <clears throat> David, our bass player, had a bunch of friends there because he's from Nashville, so that was cool too. And, uh, yeah, that was cool. Milwaukee was... Oh, X-Ray. Yeah, X-Ray, yeah. or X-Ray, yeah. Old Metal Grill. Mm -hmm. That was probably... Old Vinux Lounge or something. Possibly the best show we've ever played. Really? Yeah, it was... Just like how you played, or just well, the crowd, or what? The it, well, For one, that was also sold out, and the crowd just went freaking nuts. And it was our best, best making, merch day of our career. You're making me feel worse that I wasn't able to come to that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, I really wanted to get to that show, and then... I don't blame just, you. Yeah, that was what four days ago, and we're just starting this tour tonight, and, and nothing, nothing is lined up for me. So, right. <laughs> um, speaking of being on tour, mm -hmm. I'm only going to say this because uh, my guitarist is currently sleeping in the bunk in the van right now, and I'm just curious, what is your situation for sleeping on tour? Because you, uh, do you guys bring the trailer? This time we did. Yeah, it depends. Uh, it depends on how long we're going out. Like that that run we did with you guys was five days, mm -hmm. and we like were home the first two days. Yeah. The third night, we had like an eleven hour overnight drive. So basically, one person was driving while the other two slept. Mm -hmm. So anything like that, we won't bring it to save money. But for this, of course, we brought it for the extra comfort. Mm -hmm. You know. <clears throat> um, but we actually made it a pretty decent setup. I, I made this, like, little bed thing out of, like, I did, like, a layer of memory foam, mm -hmm. 
and then a comforter, and then a memory foam on top of the comforter, nice. and then wrapped it in a in a, a fitted bed sheet. So it was like a, my own like portable like little bed. That's cool. So I, so we, my, my van has two benches. And then space in the back. So mm-hmm. we took the second bench, unhooked it, and put it against the back door. Put the bed on the floor in mm-hmm. between the two benches. So there are two people on the benches, two people on the floor in between the benches. And then David, our, our bass player, um, is super small, and he fit right here in front of <laughs> in front of the bench. In between the, the two seats, the front seats and the... In or, the bench, yeah. In, yeah. Yeah, on the floor, and he was he he had no complaints, so... Yeah, we were pretty comfortable. Um, aside from our rear blower motor went out, like mm-hmm. like halfway through, mm-hmm. um, so we had to do the windows instead of AC. So like, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> but it, it's this, still not bad. This van is like a spaceship because this one has, uh, or at least it's like it's like driving a yacht or something. Because uh, it's just weird because it has AC. Oh yeah. And what's funny is it's always worked, but. Uh, I was super proud of myself because our rear AC, like, it worked, but the blend door was broken, so it wasn't blowing out the top, and I ripped the whole van apart earlier this week, and mm-hmm. I found the, the, the blend door part, and I tried the dealer, I tried all the auto shops nearby, I even looked on, like, eBay and Amazon, I could not find this part, really? apparently it just doesn't exist, so I drilled a hole in it, put a door hinge and two screws, and it worked perfectly, and now <laughs> we have rear AC, so nice. I'm stoked. Because we're playing Texas on this run, so uh-huh. I'm just expecting I'm going to want that blowing on the bunk oh, yeah. soon. So. Uh-huh. Definitely. Dude. Especially with a van that's nice and, you know, your, your new rig, you want it up to par, you know? <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, with with the, the tour that you just did with Oceano and mm-hmm. prison and all that, like... Did you guys have a lot of local support, or was there a f- shows where it was just, like, the tour package? No, uh... Every show had at least one local. Mm-hmm. Usually it was one or two local locals, and then, like, there are a couple shows where, like, there's there's one show where it was, like, two stages, so they had, like... So it was, like, a fest or...? Five local bands and then oh. the tour, but they, like, switched back and oh, forth. Oh, they went back and forth? Yeah. Like, oh, cool. So um, it's, like, a mini Ozfest or... Like, yeah, like, yeah. Or maybe I should say Warp Tour. I just dated myself. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, per, but pretty much it was either one or two local bands every night. Cool. Is there to like I always want to know what is is there any bands that stood out like local stuff? Like is there a band that maybe you had never seen before? Yes, but I can't you, remember their fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> the band, the uh, first of two local bands on the the Nashville show at the end mm-hmm. was insanely tight and good. They're like progressive kind of heavy music and they're insanely good second band was also very good um they did a slipknot cover which was cool nice but uh but that first band like really impressed me um and then also we played um in memphis uh for an empty room that show was like no one i think they were like Jeez. Technically, forty-three paid. I think is what it was. Well, I guess compared to the sold out, that seems empty. But <clears throat> but if it was it a house show, it, that would be sold yeah, out. It didn't seem like there were forty <laughs> people there, though. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess compared to the rest of the shows, it was empty. Um. But the first band, which they called a local band, was they're actually from, I think Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So they're like on tour, 
and played. So there was no local band at that show, technically. They were also pretty freaking good. I think they're called Secrets, maybe? Secrets. No, that's a big band, isn't it? Maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe they were bigger than you thought. <laughs> maybe it's the same band. No, I don't think no. I've ever heard of them. Okay, then maybe it was called Secrets. I don't know. I'm so bad. <laughs> we're just going to go names. with that. Yeah. There's a sick band out there probably called Secrets. Yeah. <laughs> If you're in a band called Secrets from, I remember from Arkansas that to be more specific, CJ up. Yeah, to be more specific, <laughs> the in their logo, there is like a like a every time I die font letter in their nice. logo. Oh no, levels. That's what they're called. Oh, levels. Okay, I've heard yes. levels. No, Secrets is like they're kind of big. They're, that's not who I was thinking <laughs> of. I remember. No, they're called. I think they're called Levels. Okay. Um, and they're on the same agency as us, I believe. Right but but they were pretty good. Um, yeah, those are the two that stood out. Cool. Are you are you digging your agency right now? Obviously, with you know you guys just did that. Tour. Well, we we haven't you got some more stuff coming up. We haven't right done anything really uh, through them yet. Mm-hmm. We we just announced it and just happened to land that Oceano tour at the same time. Yeah. Um, Nothing in the works so right now, or I mean. Can't that you talk. can mention. Yeah, I can't talk about oh, anything shit. in the works. <laughs> it's that Metallica tour. Oops. You're right. <laughs> you guys just announced that really awesome fest in yes, Pennsylvania, Cole too. Fest. Yeah, that's... It's like you and every other good band on the planet. <laughs> yeah, I could, I, we got lucky with that one. I I mean, Every Time I Die is like one of my favorite bands, and mm-hmm. we get to play with them, and Casey Strain and Pending Doom, a couple of bands that we're friends with. I think it's like, yeah, like who else? Like Born and New? Born right? and New. I think, uh... Yep. I'm very excited to see them. Yeah, like it's just ridiculous. Born anew, no Zodiac, um, mm-hmm. Boundaries. We played with them like f- four years ago, probably mm-hmm. or three or four years ago at that place in uh, Goshen, the basement in Goshen. Oh, the crypt. Yes. Uh, oh no way. We played with Boundaries there, and it was we That's... were seriously so sketched out that we were thinking about <laughs> going home just because of the people there. <laughs> And then, but then that they showed up, and then uh, another band we were friends with at the time. They were on tour with each other. They all showed up, and we we're like, "All right, well, let's all we we have like the show also ran super late, so we had like an hour and a half or like an hour to get like the three of our bands or four of our bands or something all, you know, like load in and play." <laughs> it was like, "All right, come on, we're we're all sharing gear, we're all playing." maybe three or four songs and we're gonna do this and those the the boundaries guys specifically like went nuts and like moshed to us and like nice. bought our merch so i'm excited to see them again that's cool they were also sick yeah we uh, we played with them once uh we hopped on a show in Flor- orlando yeah orlando florida and uh where was that uh uncle lou's if if you've been to Uncle Lou's, you'd remember. Because no. you probably got hit in the face. So <laughs> it gets it gets wild in Orlando. That's what I think that generally that venue in that town's known for. So, um, but like yeah, we play with Boundaries there, and I was t- I've told friends before like they're like hey you ever listen to Boundaries like yeah I listen to Boundaries I'm like we play with them once they're like what mm-hmm. when because they're blowing up now so yeah, everyone's like surprised by it. I was like yeah we just played a random show with them in Florida once and we're actually playing with them again. Um, on this tour, we we got added to uh, the I Am Orthodox Boundaries uh, nice. tour date in Lincoln, Nebraska. So I'm really excited for that one. That one's going to be cool. Nice. 
And, Prison uh, just played. Uh, they did a routing show on that. M- met with that tour in Richmond. Oh, jeez, yeah. Vir- Virginia? Yeah. Or yeah. Oh, right on. I hear it gets really gnarly down there, but I have yet to play in Richmond. We played Norfolk, and we played Falls Church, but I have never played Richmond yet. But, it's fun. I I haven't played there, but I've I've mixed there a couple times. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. Um. So. What's what's something that you guys are trying to plan? Like, obviously, you just put out the new album, yes. and you have these secret tours that you can't announce yet, Metallica. Um, <laughs> is there is there something else that you guys are trying to aim for? Are you trying to to hit the road more full time, or just um, no? Uh, the other members of my band would like to, <laughs> but I refuse to tour full time because I really like my home life. Yeah. Well, you kind of. Do tour full time? Well, job, though, sometimes. Though. Yeah, I, I I tour for my job, but I I turn down a lot mm-hmm. of those tours because I like I like being home. I like being with my girlfriend and my dogs and shit. Um, uh, for example, this tour, I had I had toured for a whole year before then, aside from the five show or four shows we played with you guys. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so yeah. I would, I would like to see us doing a lot of like two week tours. Yeah, you know, every every few months. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to do it constantly. I don't want to, I don't want to hit it hard like you guys. You <laughs> I, don't hit it hard enough. That's yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm sure you would I'm, say that. I'm mental. That's the problem. I'm like, dude, pff, we haven't even hit a hundred shows this year. That's nothing. <laughs> we also <laughs> tour with your wife. Yeah, you know, I suppose. That's, <laughs> it's a bit sleeping. different, but um, yeah, I, don't know. I just I just really like being home. I love being on tour, but I hate not being home. Yeah. So I, so yeah, yeah I would I would like to see us do more tours that like are worth it. You know. Mm-hmm. You just need a bus. Yeah, yeah, that's what obviously. Just what get out of this this DIY shit and just go straight to a bus, man. Like. Add some more clean vocals, uh, <laughs> get a couple more uh, trap beats, and I think you guys can hit the radio. Absolutely. No problem. <laughs> then we'll never not have AC again. <laughs> so, in Indiana, like, do you do you get to make it out to shows much around here? And there aren't shows much around here anymore. Um, there Cause used to be. I used to work at a venue in Northwest Indiana, so there were show. You know, I was at working two or three shows a week at least you know mm-hmm. um since that place closed down there hasn't really been much around here when there is i i show up or whenever my friends yeah. bands play at you know the, the random was bar a or whatever scene in gary for a while isn't there or... um yeah the, those we're pretty good pretty good friends with those guys that no victory and mm-hmm. and all of them um <clears throat> yeah i don't i don't know what's going on there i haven't or i know waking the cadaver was playing there really yeah i don't know if it happened yet or not i was gonna go to that yeah i guess i saw they were touring i didn't know they were playing over here though yeah they they played yeah um i unfortunately have not been to the d which is the place in in gary but Mm -hmm. uh but aside aside from that yeah there's really not shows here i do go to you know the chicago or the suburbs whenever or like the forge you know places Mm -hmm. places like that whenever like my friends are in town um but there is a new place called the Hobart Art Theater that's starting 
to do shows. Mm-hmm. I think they're doing a lot more, like, nationals and stuff. You know, they'll have, like, local bands open up, but mm-hmm. they're not going to have, like, bands of our status, like, touring through there, I doubt, yeah. you know. But <clears throat> hopefully I'll be working there soon. Cool. So I'll be there a lot, but... So are you, like, have you lived here your whole life in this area, yeah. or...? Yeah, so. I was I was born in this town, Highland, and then but I grew up in Cherville, which is one town over, mm-hmm. and then moved back to Highland you know, a little less than two years ago. So when you were getting into music or you know a local scene or anything like what, what were bands? What was the scene like at that point? You know, were there bands from this area or was it more yeah. like Chicago? You know, Detroit, Fort yeah, Wayne, so Indianapolis, whatever. Pretty hopping music scene here. Um, that I joined when I was 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I joined a band called Seneca Falls. And, yeah, we there's a bowling alley that, that was, like, our main place to play called Camelot, Camelot Hall. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was the hall that's in the bowling alley in the corner. And we would play there uh, all the time. There would be shows there at least, at least twice a month that were just packed, you know. <clears throat> Um, and then they also had nationals there, like Impending Doom, uh, nice. King 810 got their, like, mm-hmm. start there. Like, Roadrunner actually came and scouted them at the bowling alley oh, in wow. northwest Indiana. <clears throat> um, but that that closed down, and we did Big Shots for a while, and it just kind of died. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's just a lack of bands, you know? Like... When 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 the scene started like slowing down around here, it was like we were like the only band, at least in our genre, that was still doing it from the previous generation. Yeah. I guess you know. You guys have been a band for like thirty years or something, right? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um. But yeah, the the there's really not much of a scene anymore. A shout out Ed Roseberry though he Ed Roseberry. he's <laughs> keeping it alive at the best he can. He's he's doing the shows at Hobart Art Theater now though. Mm-hmm. Um, he's our good friend and he always tries to book us and it never works out lately. <laughs> and I feel bad about that. It's not yeah. on purpose, but he just he always tries to book us on shows when we're busy. Mm-hmm. But so on this last this last tour, how many dates was it again? Uh, it was sixteen shows, but one show got canceled, so it's fifteen shows. What's 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 something crazy that that happened? There's always something crazy. Well, we got we got chased out of Kansas City by a tornado, so that oh, that shit. was uh, yeah, I remember the you, show that, you got said canceled. that got canceled. Um, like, was <clears throat> were you actually driving and you could actually see the tornado no. or anything like super crazy? We like? were at the venue, loaded and set up, and which by the way, we. F- found a shop in Kansas City that was willing to one day rush us our merch order. Nice. So we went, it was three minutes away from the venue. So we went, picked it up, brought it to the show, loaded in, set up all our gear, set up all our new merch, counted all the merch, and then we get told, hey, uh, there's a tornado that's looking like it's gonna, it's gonna hit us. If it does, if, if it gets close... Um, this building isn't safe. It's straight up what they told us. They're like, it's like aluminum can pretty much. Like if it, if it comes, then our best bet is to get in the green room, which by the way, the green room was you walk out of the venue down this alley and then into another 
room was the green room. So, um, so we start hearing the tornado sirens go by, oh, and they're like, all right, everyone in the green room. So we have like 45, 50 people in the green room. You know, this is like right when the sh- doors were supposed to open, mm-hmm. roughly, like shortly before doors were supposed to open. So like all four bands and crew and like the local bands were all in the green room, st- stuffed like sardines. Jesus. And then they tell us, all right, we're, we're canceling the show. Um, we suggest you load out and get in your vans. We're like, so it's safer in our vans, which are just covered in glass, than it is in this venue. We're safer on the highway than in the venue. So... We had to just as quickly as we could uh, pack everything up, pack up all our new merch that I was so excited about, throw it all in the trailer, and literally, I mean, we missed the tornado by like five minutes, I think. Like, wow. we got in there right in the nick is of time. Is the venue still there? Yes, it is. Okay, then you should have just played the show. I'm just yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Call them up, be like, yo, why'd you cancel? The fucking yeah, venue's still there. Liar. We definitely would still be alive. <laughs> you know, I mean, honestly, like, tornadoes and circle pits go together just perfectly fine. Absolutely. So. Yeah, would, uh, I mean, I don't know if anyone would have shown up because there's a tornado in the city, but, <laughs> but I mean, we were down to play regardless, but it told us it was not a good idea. And until it was, like, literally, like, I was like, so which... Which direction should we not drive? We're like, don't go north, don't go west. I'm like, all right, so we need to go southeast. Like, yeah, that would be best. <laughs> I look up on my map, like, on on my maps on my phone, and found a Walmart that's southeast, and just routed to that. Nice. And while Jake and David are storm watching on their radars on their <laughs> phones, making sure we're not driving towards it, yeah, it was it was stressful for a good hour until we got out of there, and we're like, all right, stop and eat, <laughs> like. But it especially sucked because we had a day off the day before, mm-hmm. so we were like ready to get yeah. back in and play a show, and then we're like, "All right, well, another day off," you know. <laughs> Dude, like I'm surprised. I don't think once in my old band we ran into like a really really big storm mm-hmm. when we were playing in Omaha, but it didn't do anything. It was just really scary, you know. And I don't think we've ever ran into like any big severe mm-hmm. like tornado types of things but we run into huge ass snowstorms all the time and that that sucks but yeah i'm surprised oh and another uh situation not totally related to the band but the first half of that tour when we were not playing and i was working for carnifex and oceano uh i we were in reno and i flew my girlfriend into sacramento and got a rental car and I was gonna I was driving to Sacramento that night after the show to meet her um and I get told there's a like a really bad winter storm on the mountain like the main highway 80 to get from Mm -hmm. Reno to Sacramento goes through this huge mountain yep I know exactly what you're talking about okay yep yep so uh I'm like well I, I don't care like I flew my girlfriend I haven't seen her in two weeks I'm 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 making it happen yeah they straight up wouldn't let me on the highway, on the mountain, without chains on my tires. Yep. So I had to get off the highway, turn around, go to the gas station, get chains, look up on YouTube how to put chains on the tires, <laughs> put them on, and then they let me on the highway, and I was fine. But And it was, like, so sketchy. It was, like, so just desolate. Like, no one was on the highway the whole way, like, the whole time I was going through the mountain. And it was just, like, a foot of snow and... 
I've been on I was the, just white knuckling it. <laughs> like on when it gets up into is it by Tahoe, I think whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so like right up there. I remember we were there in May once and there was like snow all the way up to the top, like the roof of this rest area. Mm-hmm. And it was like it's May and the snow's that high. Like Same. So it was May <laughs> yeah. like twenty fifth or twenty seventh. Yeah. Or you know, yeah, it was yeah, I think it was May twenty twenty fifth or something. Mm-hmm. No, it was May it was before that, because our tour started on the twenty first. It was May seventeenth. And I was in the middle of a snowstorm and That's so ridiculous. <laughs> Do you ever do you ever do you ever notice elevation sickness? By Not the way? sickness, no. Like, or do you just notice when you're in higher elevations? Well, some people are affected, some people aren't. But I guess I would say I do. Well, I'll get like little like cough symptoms, I mm-hmm. guess, and I don't always know if it's related to elevation. I or, or even when you're playing drums, do you do you notice that it seems tougher when you're in? You know. No. No, I I definitely I mainly just notice the pressure in my head. That's the mm-hmm. worst part, and like the you know the ears popping and everything. But no, I I don't find it like harder to play or anything. But when I toured with uh, Sard Prevail, remember they would like complain like if I stopped at like a truck stop that was up high, and they're like, it's like saying it's hard to breathe and like yeah. stuff. I'm like, man, you guys are chumps. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, is because. I, I, I used to have, the, like, oh, it's just elevation, who cares, you know? But, yeah. like, I started paying attention on our last West Coast tour to the elevation of every place we played. Mm-hmm. And so our town, La Crosse, is, like, 667 above sea level. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy. And then we played in, as we had headed west, I remember when we went from, uh, I think we were in Bismarck, North Dakota, and then we played in Butte, Montana, and there was, like, a, I don't know, like, five or 6,000 foot elevation difference mm-hmm. and i was like wow I'm, I'm i'm really high up right now i wonder <laughs> if it's going to affect me and I, as you know i do vocals and drums yeah, yeah. and I, I warmed up and i was like oh i'm good to go and i just remember like the first song i was like holy shit <laughs> <laughs> i was just like why is my chest feel so tight like i don't think it i don't think it like showed yeah. too much like one, one of my friends did say he's like you did look a little tired but it didn't seem like you were letting it stop you <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, and then and then we kept bouncing up and down because yeah. you go on the you actually get to the coast it goes down and yeah and keep going up and I did I did get sick when we went through Colorado, uh, whatever, I think it's Highway seventy or something. There's like a a tunnel that's eleven thousand something feet in the air. And I don't think I've done that. Yeah, I I was actually dizzy like because I don't know I just seemed to be affected by it. But I get like motion sickness and yeah. shit too and. I'm still coming down from car sickness on the way here because really? Rebecca drive. So <laughs> for the last two hours, I was like, "You, you, you drive, and I, I can't handle it. I'm always the driver. Yeah. Like, who's the driver for Cambian mostly? Is it always you? No. Well, not when we're on tour. No. What? When we're doing like one-offs or anything like that, yeah, it's always me. But when we're on tour, me and Jake trade them off. Yeah. We don't let the other guys drive. And our tours, I mean. We, when we were just on that three-week tour, it was it was just us two in the band, and then we had a friend with us just, mm-hmm. like, helping doing merch and stuff. And he never drove once. I think I had Rebecca drive maybe three times. And I always say, like, oh, I'm going to make you drive. You're going to drive. But then as soon as, we, as soon as I get over there, I get sick. Oh, nice. Is that guy on tour, too? I guess. <laughs> 
we are currently watching some white van that looks like our van drive over a curb. <laughs> Amazing. Very nice. But, uh, yeah, like, um, I don't know why I'm, why I'm so affected by that stuff, but yeah. I take ginger pills sometimes, drink ginger tea, shit like yeah. that. But. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I try not to let people drive. Like, if on this tour, if I wasn't also working and, like, I had time to, like, take naps and stuff, mm -hmm. but, like, literally. Or because you were still mixing after your set, right? Yeah, I would. Oh, yeah. I would show up. Uh, and I would do sound Oceano sound check, do all that, and then time to load in our gear. I would set up my drums, set up our merch, and then I'd sell our merch during the show, play the set, go back to selling merch, and then mix Oceano set. Jesus and, man! Yeah, and then tear everything down. So I never had any time to like sleep You're or like nap or anything. So I just thank you. <laughs> I, <laughs> You're if, like, if somebody noticed, I'm a beast. <laughs> if if I. Uh, wasn't also working i probably would have done all the driving myself mm -hmm. aside from of course they had to meet me in california oh yeah yeah so and i think jake let like our photographer arnley and our bass player david drive like a couple he, he like asked them to drive a few hours each and then he did the rest of the entire drive to california Jeez. <laughs> So ridiculous. They said, like, they're all like, I don't know how he's still awake. Like, it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. And it's all I heard the whole time. But, um, yeah, aside from that, I, I probably would have driven the whole thing myself because I'm weird about that. Even, like, when Jake would drive, if I was awake, I was yelling at him most of the time. So. <laughs> Dude, yeah, like, I... I don't know. I just get so paranoid when other people drive, and then I get sick, so it gets worse. So then my anxiety gets worse because I'm yeah. all dizzy and nauseous. And I, yeah, luckily I do not get, I do not get car sick, which I'm happy about. I have a hard time sleeping too, like in the car. Even oh, if I really? do lay down, like I get the yeah. best sleep. I can in, sleep in, in the van when it's still, like yeah. like a like a rock. But uh, yeah, when it's driving. Um, I was even on a tour once with somebody in, in an RV and I was laying in a bed and couldn't sleep. Yeah. It just bugged me that much. It's weird. Yeah. I get the best sleep in moving vehicles when I trust the driver. Yeah. But what, uh, what kind of vehicle, cause you were, you were out with Oceano before mm -hmm. a and met up with the tour. Yeah. What kind of vehicle do they have now? Do they have a bus? Do they do no, like a they rent, van still? They rent vans. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, it depends on the tour. Like their last U S tour they did with, uh, Whitechapel and Chelsea Grin, them, Grin, and Sar to Prevail all shared a bus. Oh, yeah, and that makes sense. Which ends up being cheaper than mm -hmm. renting your yeah, own Yeah, because I know bands would do that on, like, Warp Tour and mm -hmm. stuff all the time. And... So, I mean, it was definitely cramped. Like, for sure, they had three bands on one bus, but... Yeah, a cramped bus, though, is still probably it's, yeah, nicer it's than a yeah. cramped van. So. Exactly. But, uh, but yeah, they, I, they said, like, that ended up being cheaper to split a bus like that than it was to rent your own like nice van like because mm -hmm. they're thinking about renting a sprinter for that and they didn't but but yeah no, they just rent a green van which is oh, okay. yeah uh normally they'll get the that just a 15 passenger but on this one they had a uh transit like the not the extended but it was like super tall mm -hmm. um and then i was actually with I was with physically with Carnifex for the first two weeks of tour, 
um, and they just have a 15 passenger that they have like modded out with bunks and stuff. And nice. they actually the most comfortable I've ever been on tour Very was in cool. their van, because um, they have like memory foam mattresses and everything. And and they another cool thing they do is they like don't let their crew drive. Mm-hmm. So anytime we were driving, I was able to sleep because I didn't have to yeah. worry about driving, which nice. was sick. Am I uh? I'm I'm friends with Pickwick Commons from Indianapolis and the, awesome band. the drummer. Yeah, they are. Uh, the drummer Brandon, he's uh, running front of house for Remo Drive right now on I tour heard with about them. That. Yeah, they're supposed to play our show at the Citadel. Yep. And I saw Tyler posted about that. And, bummed. That bummed us out. Um, but yeah, it's funny because he posted that uh, they're in um, what are they called? Like the band wagon? Like not yeah, quite yeah. a bus, not quite a van. It's technically and, an RV. But it's yeah. like a really souped-up RV. Yeah, and he posted uh, something about he's like it's gonna be hard to go back to the van. And I, if Brandon, Brandon, if you listen to this, you're a bitch because you have a really nice, huge van already <laughs> with a really nice trailer. So it's not like you're going back to like yeah. a Ford Focus or something. Right. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, they got they have an awesome van. Have you seen Pickwick's van? No, I haven't. It's 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 an it's heavy duty. So <laughs> let's just say that. But they got like microwave and Jesus. power inverter and stuff, and like they. They're DIY as fuck, and yeah. they're always out at least like a hundred days a year too, and just grinding. Yeah, so. they're killing it for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know if I could if I could do that if I could put the money into that kind of status, you know? Yeah, I mean, they 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 use it though. But yeah, I don't blame them. That's awesome. But um, Carnifex, they did uh, a tour a couple years ago in a bandwagon, and they didn't hire a driver, so they all had to. You know, take shifts on driving the bandwagon, which, mm-hmm. like I say, it's an RV, but like it is, it's basically a bus. Mm-hmm. It just, I think it's like, it doesn't have the like high duty suspension that a bus has, and that's the reason that you and I could legally yeah. drive it, which is crazy to me. But, um, but they did that, and they said that like, after you, like, if you get a, a bandwagon and you hire a driver, which drivers are going to be like 150 bucks a day, uh, that you're basically paying for like a cheaper bus. Mm-hmm. You know, you might as, at that point, you might as well just get like a lower quality bus that has a better suspension and you can sleep better in it, yeah. you know? I mean, bandwagons are cool because they have, they all have showers, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But from what I've heard, it's very hard to sleep in a bandwagon. I've, I've heard from people that, uh, they sleep better in the van than huh. in the bandwagon. Weird. But it depends on the person. I've heard the opposite, too. I've heard, I've heard that bandwagons are better. Uh, Truck, the drummer of prison, he drives bandwagons for a living um, when, he's, when they're not touring. And he disagrees. He's like, no, I'd definitely rather have a bandwagon. It's like, it's huh. <clears throat> definitely sleep better and stuff and hidden. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Huh. I guess it depends on who it is. Uh, so, I'm getting kind of toasty in here, and I'm getting really hungry, so I want to go hit up some RTC, but I got a couple last few, or last, uh, last couple questions here. here. Why the fuck your drums sound so good all the time? (laughs) Seriously, so that was like the very first thing, because the the first show we did together was the one in, uh, that old movie theater. Yeah. Uh, uh, what the hell is it called? Rock Island um, Supper Club in, in Quad Cities. And I remember standing on the side, and um, we're both friends with Cody from Necron yeah. and Terraform and all that. And he had told me for years, 
and you know this story, but they don't. But he told me for years, he's like, dude, the Cambion is the best si- sounding live band I've ever seen. He's oh, like, man. I don't know why they sound so good, and I, I trust Cody, but it's kind of like, you know, your friends will tell you that, and you go, oh, yeah, cool, I'm excited to see this. But then when I saw you guys, and at the time, like, it was just, like, three of you. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? We're in, like, a DIY venue. It's like a kind of like Frankenstein PA mm-hmm. and you just sounded flawless. And the thing that really stood out was your drums. I was like, why the fuck do your drums sound so good? Like, and every time I've seen you since then, it's just, they cut through so well. They sound balanced. They sound like a mixed drum kit. Just when you play them, yeah. what kind of kit do you have? What do you put on your, what kind of, well, first of all, I, everything. I appreciate that. Cause we were not, <laughs> we, we did not think that we performed well at that show. No, dude, you sound we, fucking awesome. We, 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 <laughs> Me and Jay Geach messed up a lot of times, and we were not happy that we didn't have a bass player t- also, which, uh, that, I think that was your guys' first time yeah, playing that, without a bass player, Yeah, that was too. our very first two-piece show ever, <laughs> and we played better than I thought we were gonna, yeah. so, and then we figured it out, and now we're, now we're super stoked on it, but, yeah. That's awesome, but, uh, we, we did not feel the same way, we were not happy <laughs> about being a three-piece, um, uh... But I don't know. I have a truth kit. It's uh, don't tell anyone. It's the Matt Griner signature kit. <laughs> don't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I try to keep that a secret. Um, I, I even took like the like the logos off of it, so like people just think it's a custom <laughs> kit when they see it. You should, just, you should just like etch your signature. In right. Like, yeah, I made. This. Not not that I don't love Matt Griner. He's a fucking great drummer. But I don't want to be that guy that buys you know the drummer that he's a fans of signature kit yeah. and plays i don't know but uh but it's, yeah it's it's his signature kit um and a gretch uh, uh it's another signature snare i can't think of that guy's name it's some it's a drummer that i did not know of i just bought it because it sounded good at guitar center like <laughs> um yeah true kit snares or uh gretch snare zildjian cymbals Remo heads. You make it sound like it just ain't no thing. I'm telling you, you need to see the Cambion live because <laughs> his fucking drums sound dope. Everything sounds dope. Well, thank you. And the record, too. Like, the record sounds, like, perfectly mixed. Thank you. Uh, it's it's kind of cool. Like, when we were listening to it, Rebecca, was, uh, she said, uh, she's like, the guitar kind of sounds, like, robotic. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it does. But, like, in a really awesome robotic way. Like, it's kind of <laughs> strange. Like, almost like... Uh, really old school Meshuggah, how they kind of okay. had that kind of robotic, grindy, right, right. machine kind of guitar tone. Like, the guitar tone on it just sounds super, super sick. That's, and, that's actually, Jake gets the credit for that one, so. He, we use his, his Axe Effects patch that he made, and it just, mm-hmm. it sounded perfect. It sounds, it's, and even, you know, live, I'm assuming it's the same patch, or did you adjust it for, for recording? Did he you, makes slight adjustments, because... Uh, we don't, we don't, when we record, we don't use the cab mm-hmm. and live, we use the cab. So they make, he makes slight adjustments to, to mm-hmm. make up for that. But I think it's mainly the same, I believe for the most part. Cool. Um, do, uh, or did you record it or did yeah. you, it was did, did you do the mixing and mastering and yeah. everything too? Yeah, so it's I all you? It all. Yep. Jake, oh, Jake makes a guitar Why tone. Why are you so cool? And I do the rest. Yes. <laughs> Because I have to be. Because <laughs> I, I have to be. Because I don't have the money to hire someone else to do it. <laughs> and I can't put that responsibility on anyone else because I'm a control freak. So I have to do it all myself. This is why we get along so well. We're both <laughs> control freaks. Right. 
No, people, whenever anybody says anything to us too about certain shit, like like if someone likes our merch, mm-hmm. they're like, dude, that's sick. Who does your merch? Like, I do it. Yeah. Really? Like, why? Because I'm poor. Yeah, like, right. I learned how to to make shirt designs and, and album. You know, all of our artwork. I think yeah, I've yeah. done everything probably everything in the history of rig time mm-hmm. just because I had to figure out how to do it because I'm poor and that's yeah, about yeah. it and it's nothing special but like I have I mean I feel like I have a style now and I dig it but yeah when you're poor you got to figure out a right. way to do it so or just cheap <laughs> but no yeah literally like I don't have the money to to pay someone else to record I don't have the money to pay someone else to mix it mm-hmm. and even if I did is it worth it when I could do it myself yeah good point I don't know. Yeah, I started doing our music videos and stuff too. And, oh, that's all. I I um, could never do that. <laughs> I always have to outsource that one. Yeah, we uh, it started because I had I actually had Cody. Uh, he filmed a video for us, and he had an edit. Um, and then I wanted to to actually get some adjustments made, but he was like, um, some something happened, whatever, and and he was just like, I'll give you the files and you do it. So I was like, sure, I'll try this. I want to take a stab at it, and I mixed it, and I was like, well, fuck, that wasn't that hard. I'm like, I'll try that again. So then I did a video for another one of our songs where I filmed the whole thing myself mm-hmm. and edited it, and I thought it looked really cool. And then we just did that live video for Garbage. The Warehouse? Yep. And uh, I edited the, oh, my God, the amount of clips that I had in there. Because, like, you make, like, a little marker every time, mm-hmm. and it literally changes, like, <laughs> like this for, like, two minutes. And I tried to blend. Um, I had 18 different files, too to choose from. So every, so every half a second little clip you see, I had 18 other videos to choose from. <laughs> it's ridiculous, you know, and I'm not a professional at this. Right. So to me, that's a big deal to, to a professional. They're probably like, oh, who cares? Right. But right. Uh, yeah, and then we're gonna, we're putting out a new single here in like a month or something too, and I'm gonna try and do the video for that. And, nice. And again, I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. I'm just poor, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, I suppose let's wrap this up, and uh, I feel we probably went over our time here. We're going to go fat. inside and get fat at RTC in Highland, Indiana. Highly recommended. Um, any other things that you want to say to podcast world before we head out here? Check out Rig Time. Oh, fuck you. Check, Check out the Camby and fuck Rig Time. <laughs> go, go listen to our record, Suffer <laughs> yeah. Forever. Just came out uh, last Friday. And go check them out at Colfest in Reading, Pennsylvania on August 17th if you want to see them and the Acacia Strain Every Time I Die Born Anew and every other damn good band pretty (laughs) much so thank you very much make sure you comment like share tell your friends if you want to do an interview with me come out to a show Um, we'll figure this out let me know who you want to talk to and uh, if you got any questions uh, post them thank you very much